0: Hey, what's up? This is Astro Dim using my sexy voice, laying on my bed, because you know it's my bed in astrology. Taurus full moon, baby. Wow. <laughs> Up, y'all. This is Astro Dim here doing the Taurus full moon vid. What up, what up, what up, my nigga? Um, so you know, the Taurus full moon uh, was at 8 a.m., and I like to do um the Taurus full moon videos a little bit later, just a little bit later, <laughs> um, because you know what i want y'all to do i don't want to tell y'all the news right and then like you know before the moon goes exact with the sun opposite exactly opposite (laughs) to the sun i don't want y'all to do your full moon intentions of letting things go because if you let things go while the moon and the sun is exact or a little bit before it, it ain't gonna be as potent because you want to get it while still the full moon but while the moon is like decreasing a bit so you know um i really suggest for people to do like magical magicals honestly like if i had to give y'all a suggestion i'll say like 12 hours after the full moon at the very least but you know as long as it's just after the sun and the moon are um, exactly opposite then you straight you know what I mean just don't do it before because the thing is if you do it before the sun and the moon is exactly opposite the moon is still growing and so your problems are growing instead of decreasing gross okay a little election astrology knowledge for your ass for that ass okay <laughs> but okay, let's talk about this you know full moon and Taurus okay so you know the sun and the moon were exactly opposite um at 8:33 a.m eastern standard time remember on the east coast of the united states of america and it was on um november 12th all right um shout out to so many people there's mad people i know whose birthday is november 12th but the person i remember the most is omarion from b2k or just omarion because he's a solo artist as well and you know i used to have the biggest crush on him and i remember his birthday because I was that B2K fan but posters all over their wall posters specifically over Marion just drooling just drooling so <laughs> shout out to everybody um, I have a couple I have even a Patreon subscriber who has a birthday November 12th too a lot of clients too uh, you know, I connect with Scorpios I, I see y'all it's because y'all are in uh, my ninth and 10th house so you know shout out to the Scorps out there anywho um the full moon was at 19 degrees and 52 minutes of Taurus okay so that means the sun was in Scorpio at 19 degrees and 52 minutes okay so you know I always do this in every full moon and new moon reading you know give you the astronomical and astrological meaning of the full moon so like I described before you know the full moon is when the sun is opposite of the moon literally sun's in one section the moon's in the other the earth's there and we get to basically see the full vision of the um the full vision of the moon so it's kind of like sun then the earth and then the moon the thing is though it's like they're all in different positions so maybe the the sun's a little bit more up the earth's a little bit more down and the moon's a little bit more but like between the earth and the sun when it comes to like, you know, vertical placement. Um When it's all lined up, that's a lunar eclipse. You know what I mean? That doesn't happen too often. Like only like twice, I think like twice a year, right? Something like that. So at least once. So, you know, that's how it is. Like, you know, the earth and the moon and the sun are like in the same like area not even what i say <sighs> mm. i feel like they i can't, I can't I, why can i ex- describe this it's the mercury retrograde wow but well, basically they're in the same area they're lined up but they're in different positionings one's a little bit more higher one's a little bit more lower one's in between and you know it's in the way where earth can fully see the moon you know the light side of the moon because the sun's shining bright on it you get what i'm saying wow thanks mercury <laughs> goodness gracious okay so that's what it is astronomically but astrologically right if you have to think about the meaning of each of these placements or each of these um cosmic bodies so the moon represents you know our inner world our our family our ancestry our emotions the things that tug at our heartstrings right so it represents emotional being and what we feel deep inside that we don't really let out that much right the sun represents our conscious, our conscious actions how we react to things while you know consciously <laughs> you know we think about it and we act you know what i mean um our reaction to things um represents our ego and um uh, just how we express ourselves, right? And so when you think about it, you know, the sun, like I said, is opposite of the moon. So the sun's in Scorpio. The moon's in its opposite sign, Taurus. We feel one way, but we react another. And this is what the term, like, you know, lunatic comes from. Because, or like, you know, when people always act up during the full moon. It's because literally what's happening, we feel one way. We react another because we feel like we have to act another way and it's bothering us inside causing a lot of frustration right and then we swell the fuck out you know (laughs) that's just what it is because we're doing what we're not feeling deep inside we're ignoring some energy um repressing energy emotional energy that's deep inside because we feel like we have to act in one way you know what i mean so that's kind of like the meaning um and the difference between astronomical full moon and astrological full moon you feel what i'm saying? All right. So um, let's talk about this full moon, though, like a little bit more intensely. Right. Because I did say that internally you feel one way, externally you act in another. So internally you want to strengthen your self-worth to create stability. Right. But externally you feel. And you want to, but you feel you have to come together with someone, become intimate and transform your life, have more of a shared worth instead of a self-worth. So a lot of these issues is connected to worth and we're like wanting to express um, shared worth with people. We want to become intimate and transform with them. But we're often wondering you know my Patreon, my Patreon subscribers hear this. We say this a lot when it comes to this energy, Taurus Scorpio second eighth, Pluto Venus. Right? If we're, we're we're second guessing our worth, and so we're wondering, you know, are we worthy enough for intimacy? You get what I'm saying? Like it's it's getting deepness and getting into our feels, and it's kind of hurting our feelings a little bit. Like we're 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 trying to figure out, like, are we worthy enough for intimacy? Are we worthy enough for the transformation that we want within our lives? You know, like, why is it so hard for me to get it? Like, am I having issues? Like, am I not stable enough? What's wrong with me? You know? And so you're questioning your self worth. um, And you're saying, okay, like, I need to build on that before I come together with someone. But it's Scorpio season. Like I say all the time, where the sun is at, the rest of the, the, the collective needs to follow. And so we're wanting to come together with people. Come on, man, it's cuffing season, but we're trying to figure out what can I do to strengthen my worth in order to get to that, you know? That's what we need to focus on. Now, the thing is, I always tell people all the fucking time, everyone is worthy of whatever they fucking want in their lives, man. I can't stress this enough. There is literally no difference between a homeless person, and a billionaire, okay? And when it comes to worthiness, there's no difference. The difference is kind of like knowing the worth. That's the difference, knowing your worth. The billionaire knows their worth a little bit more, a lot of bit more than the homeless person. You know what I mean? And they act as such. Uh, I always say to people, especially when I do career readings, you know, you are the only thing that's stopping you from getting the things that you want in life is your sense of self-worth. You know, like you want something and you're not getting it. It's because low key you feel like you're not worthy of it. So you need to correct that. And that's what it is, man. Okay, And so the the thing is, you know, I always say during full moons, we need to let go. We need to release some shit you get what I'm saying we need to release the issues that we have connected to our self-worth in order to get ready for this shared worth this intimacy this transformation within our lives all right so while you're writing your intentions while you're writing your list you know I know a lot of y'all already wrote some some shit down or whatever you know what I mean and that's totally fine you did your rituals but you can write another you absolutely can Okay, you can write another list. You got up until shit, the fifteenth end of the day, fifteenth in order to get this done. Okay, and so if you think of things, continue to write the list. Continue to write the clauses. I like to use mystic lipsticks. Um, You know, I like to I like to start off looking at the. The things that she wrote, the, the notes that she writes, the intentions and manifestations that she writes for each of the moods. I think they're a genius, right? And then you can add your own of things you need to let go connected to your worthiness. And this is like emotional worth, right? Your confidence, your self-esteem, right? Your, um, your, your you know, th- that those things, you know? But it's also the issues that you have with material worth your finances the possessions that you have do, do things keep getting stolen from you do you keep things keep getting missing you know is there underlying issues with that are you not making enough money that you that you um that you want like are there underlying issues with that you feel know what i'm saying like let that shit go let that shit go <laughs> okay so for real for real so that eleven eleven wish that i suggest y'all to do in my Instagram post, that shit actually works. Okay? That's what you guys need to do. That 11 was a, that past one was a special one, man. And a lot of my Instagram folks that followed, I hope y'all listened to me and y'all did some manifestations for that. That was a special one because the 11 happened the day before the full moon, where the full moon, well the well, the moon was out, was pretty much growing and growing to its fullest potential that means your wishes will grow to the fullest potential very nine very nine of cups wish fulfillment my nigga all right i hope y'all i hope y'all did some fucking wishes and that's what i'm saying especially while mercury was crossing the fucking sun my dude listen you had that fucking clarity my nigga (laughs) like like the eleven eleven was the most clear that day that we've had mental mentally clear day that we've had all right because of that kazemi happening with the sun and mercury man i hope i hope y'all took advantage and i hope that now y'all follow me on instagram if you didn't so you can get these exclusive notes okay because <laughs> so i was thinking about doing a podcast with it but i was too busy You know, Kazimis, man, they're really interesting. Energy is dope, but your mind is just, like, going crazy, okay? No matter if it's Mercury retrograde, no matter if it's not, your mind is wilding. And I'm having a Mercury perfection year, so I had personal things to do, baby, okay? I couldn't really focus that much on y'all. I wrote my post, and it was a long one, too. It was a two-parter. You know, and hopefully you learn to follow the kid at the underscore astro dim on Instagram. <laughs> okay? Follow the kid so you can get the fucking knowledge, okay? Cause I'm not gonna be really on Twitter like that. Instagram's my new my new spiel now. I'm gonna be on Twitter every now and then, but you know, Instagram's gonna be my new spiel, alright? All right. All right. But that's what I really think, you know, y'all, uh, y'all uh, wanting that cuffing season situation, y'all wanting to be within this um, season of relationships. This is the relationship season, you know, Libra season, Scorpio season, Sag season. Those are relationship signs, honey. They are. So if you really want that, you really want that relationship, whether it's romantic, platonic, business, whatever, you know, this is the full moon to kind of get you set for those, for that, for that cuffing season. Stay nice and warm. You know what I'm saying, okay. So that's what I think for the, for this full moon in general. Okay, internally you want to strengthen your self worth to create stability and security, but externally you want to come together with someone, become intimate, and transform your life. You need to let go of the worries that you have when it comes to it comes to stability, security, and self worth. So you can let in that share worth and intimacy and just general transformation in your life. Okay? So make sure you do manifestations letting go of issues that you have involving your self-worth, stability, and security. Specifically in the sector of your life in which Taurus... this The house in which Taurus is in your chart, right? And um, my Patreon subscribers, I'll get specific details on how what this full moon means to you so y'all can write the best manifestations for you okay all right so um let's talk a little bit more all right the moon is um again when it was exact at 19 degrees taurus 52 minutes right almost third decant but not quite it's actually the second decant of taurus which is a virgo decant a mercury decant okay and the sun, of course, also second Deccan Scorpio. Um, and that was a, uh, that's a Pisces Deccan, okay? So it's the middle energy of the signs, right? Um, and it's actually almost very, very close, like minutes away from the the third decan of the sign, the most advanced energy of the sign. But it's still, you know, it's showing that you're kind of going from um, one face to another it's a it's a transformation you know what I'm saying <laughs> so it's really interesting um with the with the Taurus um Taurus uh full moon being in the Virgo decant right we're being quite um specific quite detailed um quite organized or trying to be at least figuring out like issues with our self-worth which is actually pretty good you might be it might be feeling like man i'm being really hard on myself right especially with this mercury um, retrograde happening you might feel like damn i'm being really really hard on myself this is getting really this is becoming a lot you know what i mean but all the things that you are worrying about or having anxiety about when it comes to your finances when it comes to your voice when it comes to your worth and confidence and self-esteem, when it comes to your upbringing and, and how it, um, it, it you know, changed you um, or developed you, when it comes to the things, the characteristics and talents that you inherited from your family, when it comes to all of that, you know what I mean? If you have any issues with those things, you know, this, this is actually... Great because, like, you're focusing on it with this full moon being in a Virgo deck, and you're being quite nitpicky and detailed oriented about it. And it's Mercury retrograde, so you could write all of this shit down in detail, all the issues that you have, and like let it go. Right? I release blah blah blah. I release my insecurity when it comes to money, I release, you know. Issues that I have with my vote, my voice, with my thyroid, with my throat. You know what I mean? It could be, it could be that literal too. You know, I release um, fucking what? Shit. I don't know. Some weird characteristic that I got from my ancestors because I want to heal that ancestral energy that I have, so my kids don't get it too. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're very focused and detailed. Um, When it comes to those issues, you're being kind of hard on yourself. You need to write that shit down so you can release it for this full moon, okay? Um, The sun is at the Pisces decant um, or Neptune decant of Scorpio, right? And so uh, this is really interesting. You know, Pisces is all connected to, um, you know, more so like the collective unconsciousness, you know, the how we are like empathic and um, just emotionally involved within the collective, you know what I mean? In the sense of like someone across the world is going through something and that actually you like you, even if you feel like, man, that's fucked up and you go on with about your day, like that little bit of compassion that you have. Um, You know, that's what the Pisces energy kind of represents. Right. And so I feel like that, yes, you know, with the Scorpio sun energy, you're really focusing on, you know, the um, intimate relationships that you have directly. Right. Um, And how the intimate relationships that you have are like. Uh, very personal to that person. But I think that you're also learning through the intimate relationships that you want how we should have unconditional love. You know what I mean? Like beyond just, you know, loving the people that you're close with or you're around, but loving the world. You know what I mean? And I feel like through having unconditional love and full of passion and, and be full of passion or full of passion be compassionate to the world um I think that's a way where you can kind of open up your heart large enough in a large enough way so someone else can come into it that's like more private and intimate to you you get what I'm saying so um you know what's interesting because the thing is is that like you know with the Scorpio season and with this Scorpio Mercury retrograde We're thinking about a lot of personal things. We're healing a lot of personal things, some secretive things, some things that we've repressed and dug deep within us. And we're facing them and we're working through it. And it's been tough, but we're doing it, right? But then you're also realizing that like, yo, I have all this baggage. I have all these issues. And I want someone to be compassionate towards me. Let me be compassionate towards another person who went through similar things or just things that are different from me. Let me be compassionate too. So through you like digging and in, in digging deep within your shit, you're learning to be forgiving and compassionate to yourself and con- get forgiving and compassionate to others. You know what I mean? And it opens you up so much that the right person can come along into your life and you'll be... You know, your arms will be wide open. You know what I mean? Because you, 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 you care. You know what I mean? Like, and you're not as judgmental and discriminatory, um, as you know, you would naturally be. And it's so funny because like Virgos are known for being kind of like discriminatory, not in a racial way. I'm talking about just like little things that set them off and they're like, "Mm -mm, no, you know what I mean? You know you're kind of using that discriminatory energy inward to flush out all the self-worth issues that you got but then your arms you're learning to have your arms a little bit wide open and becoming being discriminatory towards yourself right would allow you to be like well my 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 shit's dirty too my shit stinks as well you know what i mean like so why would i judge somebody else I need to be compassionate to other people too. You know what I mean? I, I can't be I can't be judging people. I can't. It's it's your your eyes are really opening to that, and when you have that understanding, and when you have that compassion to others, and when you are you know just uh, just empathetic. You know what I mean? You would, you know, it kind of puts your guard down and not as discriminatory and you would end up finding out like the person that the most least likely that you will probably would like, you would end up realizing that you do like them and they're a really good person. And then you can really have a wonderful, intimate relationship with them, whether it's romantic, platonic or business, you know, but you kind of have to go through the part of like digging yourself Digging, digging deep within yourself and healing that shit that you have, some problems, the self-worth issues that you have, in order to realize that, hey, my shit stinks too, so let me be caring and open to other people. And then that's when that intimate relationship will come through. You feel what I'm saying? Just think about it, boo. Just think about it. But it's all a learning lesson. We're getting there. Especially with this energy being at the last degree of the second decade. That's something special, y'all. And then also, too... This is at 19 degrees. 19 degrees is a Libra degree. Degree of relationships. You know? The sign of relationships. This is a Libra degree. You know what I mean? I fully believe in the Serbian astrology degree method, man. So, I'm going to be using it in my my shit. Because that shit's incredible. (laughs) But, anywho. Like the libra degree yeah 19 degrees is a libra degree so we're we're, we're building we're building relationships but we're setting ourselves up to be open enough to build the relationships it gives me like a very like vertexy vibe because i think through healing yourself um you know you're going to attract the right people in your life you know so it's it's dope it's dope shit it's like a faded shit you know what i mean i love it i i like it i think this is dope ass energy this moon is cool and this moon although it's making me tired as fuck <laughs> lord knows this moon is making me tired as fuck okay i think it's a chill ass moon it's is for like i don't know it's just i think it's full of so so much potential like Oh, full of potential. It makes me happy. It really does. It's just like, I usually am not good at full moons. You know what I mean? It's not that I'm not good. It's just like, it's a lot of energy. You know, I'm a woman. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, like, a lot of women menstruate during their full moons. You know, it's it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But this moon is cool. I like this one. This moon's straight. All right? Alright, so, um, last segment for the public folk (laughs) is um, us talking about these aspects, okay? So many aspects happening. Not so many, but a couple. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about them, okay? Um, so, this full moon is opposite, um, Mercury retrograde. Um, which means the sun is conjunct the Mercury retrograde, right? Which is really interesting. So with the moon um, in Taurus, again, we are kind of like searching through and understanding deep, deeply um, our emotional worthiness, right? We're trying to figure out if our emotions are worthy, if they're any worthiness within how we feel you know what I mean um and if we should do something practically about it <laughs> you know what I mean so we're at this moment that's what we're doing like we're kind of searching through our emotions the things that that affect us the most and we're trying to figure out okay is this worth working at this working at at this moment or should we just bounce should we just leave this alone right and then you know after we kind of figure that out like we're going to be like thinking like, okay, so what are we going to do about this? You know, earth moons are like that. Earth wounds are practical. They feel something. Okay, what am I going to do about it? Is it, first of all, is it worth me doing something about it? Okay, it is. What am I going to do about it? That's how earth moons work. You get what I'm saying? And with Mercury, though, Mercury is opposite that energy and is retrograde. And so at this time, instead of focusing, um, you know, our, our logical mind's not really focusing on the, our emotional worthiness and stuff like that. Our logical mind is actually reflecting on intimate relationships and um, intimate moments and transformative moments um, that we've had. And we're figuring out what do I need to learn? What do I need to change? You know what I mean? When it comes to intimate relationships or transformative moments or deep, intense moments, how can I communicate better? You know what I mean? How can I prepare for these situations better? How, what can I do in my day-to-day life to make sure that transformations are like done smoothly, that um, I can just add somebody in my life and my routine's not too fucked up. How can I open up my day-to-day life for someone to come in it, whether it's romantic, platonic, or business, you know, intimacy, energetic intimacy, you know what I mean? So we're reflecting on these things and, and, you know, even I told people before too, like, you know, you gotta kind of like be careful or not even be careful and be cautious but like reflect on uh you know the occult type work that you do you know what I mean the steps that you take in tarot and astrology and magic in you know any type of divination thing that you do this is a great time to reflect on your like routines and organization and how you deal with this shit and how to go about it and stuff like that, right? Because there could be ways in which you can fine-tune it and make it a little bit better. Because occult and divination, those type of readings, that's intimacy, it's energetic intimacy. Do you feel what I'm saying, though? Okay? <laughs> and so... You know where' it's, it's interesting because emotionally we're focusing on uh, things that are emotionally worthy to us and how we can fix it, but our mind is focusing on more so how can we um in, add like prepare for transformative moments in our li- in our life prepare for intimacy and prepare for You know I guess even like intimate conversations and transformative conversations you know um, our mind is also like figuring out like okay how can we work through traumatic situations that are like uh, that's causing like that's like represented by fixed emotions you know what I mean how can we work through that too you know what I mean We're, we're not so focused that much on you know, I feel this way. Is it worthy? Let me do something about it. Like, I know emotionally that's what we kind of want to do. But our mind is focusing back on, like, old situations and facing it and, and finding a way how to fix it. Not fixing it yet because Mercury is retrograde, but we're just reflecting on it and facing it. And then just thinking about plans on how to go about it and fix it. You get what I'm saying? So it's really, really interesting when not even your self-expression is opposite of you, but your, your fucking logical thought is. And so, you know, a lot of people at this moment may feel like, well, damn, like, I feel like I'm not, you know, emotionally connected. I feel like no one's, not even myself is understanding how I'm feeling, my emotions at this point. You know what I mean? And so it's really interesting energy. It really is because like instead of focusing on yourself and the worthiness and the confidence within you and the worth within you, you're focusing on situations that involve other people or involve other energies and how it affected you. So it's not so focused on like self, it's like situations that other people were you you and other people were in and how that affected you instead of just you in your personal journey so it's really interesting energy for sure especially with mercury conjunct the sun as well you know the sun is again where we need the collective needs to focus on right now and our logical thought is in that same wave, and so we're doing things and we're expressing in a way where we're like, okay, we need to work on intimacy. We need to work on transforming situations. We need to work on the the, the depthness and the darkness within us and facing it and healing it, you know? And how people that we loved so dearly hurt and disappointed us and caused this fixed emotion. We need to let that fixed emotion up, uproot that shit, you know, so we can face it you know so it's kind of like how other people hurt us and how to heal from it instead of just my personal life and what i need to do about it at this moment and my personal feelings what i need to do about at this moment you know what i mean so it's really interesting shit very interesting shit you know um but yeah i know i talked a lot about that one it's 11 11 so whatever i was saying I was I was just pure channeling right there. Whatever I was saying was true. Cause it's eleven eleven right now. Make a wish. Let me make a wish real quick, y'all. Okay, sorry um <laughs> all right I really made a wish I wasn't playing with y'all niggas all right next <laughs> um this full moon is sextile north node um and trines um this this um tr- oh, the north node is trying the sun which means the moon is hi this is so hard for me to say trying the south node and the south node is sextile the moon so i'm just gonna break this down for a little bit right um so the north node you know <laughs> is this why i was kind of annoyed while like people were like wilding the fuck out and like on social media especially like twitter so, like spiritual twitter quote-unquote It's because this North Node is really pushing us to nurture not only ourselves, but learn how to nurture others appropriately. Kind of being inside the um, understanding the emotions of others directly through our emotions. You know what I mean? Because if you kind of break down the uh, water energy, right? Cancer is kind of like our direct emotions. And this is why like cancer energy folks are really good at like kind of stepping in a room and then they like feel stuff intensely through their personal emotions and it's almost like they are feeling it directly right it's kind of like what I feel and they get they like similar to Pisces sometimes they get their emotions confused um not well they won't really get their emotions confused but they literally be feeling what other people feel um and they know they usually know it's not their feeling but it's just heavy still and they emote it you know what i mean um but it's kind of like your personal emotions and so i always like think of this north node energy uh, and cancer and think like you know is this is situations in which you know especially because this energy has a south node fucking cap and capricorn my nigga you right Listen to listen here when I say this, okay? This makes me think that we need to really put ourselves in other people's shoes, right? Because the thing is, is that you know the South Node is in Capricorn. You can feel karma if you don't do that. You can feel the karma, and you can feel the karma strong if you don't be compassionate be nurturing to yourselves but make sure you're nurturing to others too and really be like okay if i was in their shoes how would i feel at this moment how would i want someone to approach me if i was in this situation because you never know what in life could happen that could put you in any type of situation ever okay and i don't want to hear and see if that was me i would have done this you, you listen unless you went through it i don't want to hear that shit I don't and i want y'all to be careful man because again south nodes in fucking capricorn capricorn is connected to saturn there's this karmic ass energy you will get your payback if you really don't tr- try to be nurturing and supportive of others y'all all right so i just wanted to say that little bit real quick but let me talk about this one so this moon is sextile north node right so it's really dope ass energy um we're learning actually to be a little bit more nurturing to others in in an emotional way you know Taurus and Cancer so cute because you know they both love comfort love you know just you know being like in their little nook and, like, they like comfort in different ways, but they love food. They love comfort. They love, you know, family. They love just just comfortability. That's just straight what it is, man. They, they really love it. But Taurus finds comfort within, like, the practical things, the physical things, through even, like, physical touch, while Cancer feels comfort and emotion. And so you're learning the levels of comfort in this energy which is really really dope but you're also learning how to also make other people comfortable too not just yourself and so it's kind of like a learning process That's why i like sextile energy because it's harmonious but it's learning still you know what i mean it's not just totally easy like trines trines are beautiful but can be boring you're learning still with this with the sextile energy it's real dope i like it so that's real cool right um With with the sun actually trining North Node, though, this is cool because it's like easy for us to be nurturing. It's easy for us to nurture others and support others because, you know, we're in this vibe of really getting to understand people's emotional side. You know what I mean? We're trying to really connect with people on an emotional level, like the depths within them. And so like through doing that, you can nurture people better. You know what I mean? And so, like, this is just dope-ass energy to have. But if you flip it and focus a little bit more on South Node, you know, South Node is what energy... It's kind of like the full moon, North Node and South Node. It's energy that we need to kind of, like, release in the sense of, like, the the, the tough parts of Capricorn. Like, authority issues, you know, um, control issues. Um, issues with responsibility you know you're kind of facing it so you could let it go it's very similar to the to the full moon you know what i mean um and the thing is is that like Sorry for the interruption, y'all. Sorry. Anyways, um, so with the South Node, like I said, um, it gives me kind of full moon-esque energy because it's some um, karmic things that we're letting go of. Um, and, like, of course, it's kind of, like, issues that we have with authority, responsibility, control, shit like that. And just general karma overall, right? And so, um, you know, with this moon sign, trining south node is actually pretty cool because the moon is karmic itself, right? And south node is karmic and it's in a karmic sign. <laughs> and so um, a lot of the self-worth issues that we have stems from karma, stems from past life issues. Um, and we're like being able to face them. If guys, if you want to do um, a past life regression, I feel like do one now, okay? I feel like you can really open up a lot of issues that you have that's connected to your confidence, your worth, your self-esteem, the money that you make, all that, you know what I mean? I really feel that it can open um, the floodgates for you in a positive way so that, you know, you can unlock that abundance, you know? So it's, it's it's like trying energy. It's easy for you to access these these issues that you have from within and to you know face them and heal them you know what i mean and then release them that's the dope part about it yes everybody give a snap please dope shit um the dope thing about it though too is that you know the south node is sextile the sun um with that energy you know we're realizing That um, partnership, intimate partnership, partnerships with, you know, that's connected to confidential information is needed for elevation, is needed for growth, is needed to be on the top of your game in, in, you know, in the earthly realm. Um, And, you know, with this energy as well, if you are having like trying to figure out some issues that you have connected to... Any form of intimacy, any form of relationship, any form of like shared resources, you know, if if you have karma connected to that, you can directly connect to it and heal it. Not as much as like the self-worth issues that you, you know, not, you know, you can heal that really, really good. But you can definitely learn more about, like, your issues with intimacy um, that is, like, connected to your karmic past, you know, Uh, with that sextile energy. You can learn a lot from the experience. So it's pretty dope. Um, Really, really fortunate energy, uh, for sure. And it will teach you and help you express intimacy a little bit more, kind of digging deeper into your karmic past. You really could. So, again, if you want to do any type of, like, karmic reading past life regression anything connected with past life and readings is it a time to do it because the 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 veil is thin the portal is open shit you can you can see the shits you can see all the shits okay (laughs) it's really dope energy for sure okay um i'm talking a lot so let's let's keep this pushing man i'm talking too much all right um another thing i see is that um it's south node, um, I mean south node. The moon is trine, Pluto. Sun is sextile, Pluto. Um, The moon trine, Pluto is beautiful. Because you can really fucking transform your fucking life, man. <laughs> you know, Pluto's all about transformation. Pluto in Capricorn speaks of transformation of authority, transformation of control. Not only authority control within yourself, authority and control within the world within the collective any form of collectivity that you're in you know what i mean and so if you really want to transform um the authority and the control that you have within your life make it better um you know have just have can have more control of your specific life um if you want to add intimacy within your life intimacy within um have some authority within intimate relationships that you have so it could be more 50 50 all that stuff you know what i mean it'll be dope it will be it'll be dope to to work with that um to work with this full moon you know because the full moon trining this energy is like you're emotionally realizing that in order for me to have the authority and control that I want, I need to have the best sense of self-worth that I can have. And so you're, you're realizing too that I need to have more authority and control in my self-worth and I need to clean fucking house. Clean fucking house, okay? So release the issues and energy, negative energies connected to your self esteem, your self worth, your self confidence, and all of that. You know what I mean? Doing that, it really could um, transform your life for the better, transform your, your self esteem, your confidence, your money, your, your, your possessions. You know what I mean? The job that you have can get you into authority positions. You know what I mean? When you start having more authority and control over your self worth, you can transform that shit with this full moon and easily too, easy fucking money. Alright? Use the energy, y'all. For real. You don't want to get caught up. And the thing is, too, is that like you know, if you don't do if you don't do it, like it's easy for you to feel not only restricted. But feel like possessed. Not in the like spiritual sense of possessed. But possessed as in like I'm just a cog in the wheel. I'm just you know a number in the in the, in the fucking chain gang. You know what I mean? Like stand up. It's going to be easy to do it. It's going to be easy to transform your life into this full moon okay. Um, but the dope thing about it though is with this Pluto energy sextiling Um, The sun, too, you know, you can really transform how you express intimacy. You could transform how you express um, transformation and how you deal with transformation and transformative moments within your life. You know, Scorpio is connected to many forms of death, physical death, spiritual death, um, energetic death, relationship death, like any form of death. Right. But it's the rebirth That's included to it. And so, you know, if you're going through any form of death and rebirth and you really want to be able to handle these situations with strength, with agility, with um, power and being empowered through your transformation and the transitional stage of it, you know what I mean? You can learn a lot through standing up and taking um, more authority over those transformative situations um so in this time you know when you really reflect on intimacy and transformation within your life you know try to understand your personal power within it and try to learn to have more authority over that transformation and to transform your authority over transformative situations um realizing that you know it's it's funny because it's like listen to this i just got this thought popping in my head right clear cognizance y'all Um, The crazy thing about it is that you have more authority over the transformative moments in your life when you actually give it up to God. Let go and let God, right? Because the thing is, we all are workers. We are our children of God. Um, Once you kind of like let go and let God surrender to the universe you actually are taking authority over the situation because you're like, you know what? I did what I had to do. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? This is just a part of the phase. This is just a part of the life. I just got to, I, I did what I had to do. Leaving it alone. And when you kind of have that type of energy, you're actually taking authority over the situation by actually giving it to somebody else. You know what I mean? Um, it's kind of like, being a boss and then like giving different people responsibilities you know what I mean you, you're you not the boss you can't do all the work yourself you need people under you. you need subordinates not saying God's a subordinate because you know definitely that's not the case you know what I mean but it's just the the fact that this person has the authority to give it to the next best man you know what I mean? Or the, the better the better energy, which is God, right? And so, uh, believe it or not, having more authority and control over the situation, any transformative moment that you're going through within your life, giving it up to God, let go and let God in. <laughs> um, fucking, what else? You know, surrendering to the universe, you're actually having, a, you know, you're, you're taking charge and you're you're having authority in that energy so you know definitely keep that in mind it's really interesting anyways let's keep going um i'm talking a lot man god damn okay let's keep it going um this energy is also um the full moon is trying saturn and sextile um the sun and so with that one it's really interesting too because with um, Saturn and Capricorn, I'm telling, I tell people all the time, is this is kind of like us having more authority and control over our status and reputation and how we're seen, you know, having authority of the authority in our lives. You, you know what I'm saying? Like having just just kind of like being able to take the wheel. It, as much as we can when it comes to our specific life. You know what I mean? Um, and so, with this energy, uh, with the moon, the moon is kind of like, again, similar to that Pluto energy that I described. Instead of it being about transformation, it's about more just having authority over just how you're seen and you, what you're known for, including your career. Um, you know, you're going to be emotionally more in tune on what to do. When it comes to authority and, uh, and how to handle authority as well and in your career overall, but you're also learning on a personal note to, you know, in order for you to get more authority, whether it's in your career, whether it's in your reputation, whether it's in your status, whatever it is in your life, you need to realize that you're worth that authority, boo-boo. All All right. And I think you know you're realizing that that hey I'm I'm worth more. I I'm worth this authority that I want. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people wonder they're not wonder why they're not getting promoted when low key they feel like they're not worthy of getting promoted. You know, or allowing other people to tell you what your worth is, and allow and letting people tell you you're not worthy of it, and believing it. You get what I'm saying? And that's the funny thing about it because this energy is actually sextile. The sun is Scorpio. And the Sun and Scorpio is shared worth, right? And so in shared worth, there's always someone involved, so another person involved. And that other person got their own opinion. So they may be trying to tell you, hey, you need to step up. Hey, you're not worthy. Hey, you're messing up the shared worth. You need to pull up your, you know, you need to pull up your side of the of the of the situation. You get what I'm saying? And, you know, the thing is, though, it's like I always say about the Scorpio energy and Taurus energy, that you are as strong as your weakest link. But the thing is, though, you have to realize, again, that you are worth anything that you want in life. You are worth more than that, actually. And so when you start realizing that, you know what? Yes, I realize that I am. Uh, We are we. You know, we're talking about share our as strong as our weakest link. I'm worthy to be the 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 strongest link. You know what I mean? And so, once you start like taking more control and more authority over the intimate relationships that you have, whether it's romantic, business, or platonic, right? Um, you, you're gonna be you're gonna be able to like see intimacy in a different way and you're going to you can like kind of be the again the stronger link instead of the weakest link you know what i mean or at least be equally yoked to the next person that you're working with or have that intimate relationship with you know what i mean um with this energy too i feel like that you're learning to be able to like express you know, transformation, transition, and intimacy better, and being able to, you know, have a, like still be like a leader in that situation, no matter how emotionally draining or tough it may be. You know what I mean? A lot of learning lessons. This is like all good energy with this moon. It really is. Still. Um, if you really want to have, like, um, if you really want to, like, kind of move up, if you really want to have control over your life, have control over whatever part of your life, uh, move up within your career, you know what I mean? You can make it happen with this full moon, but, you know, in this process, though, you need to kind of release issues that you have with authority and control and release issues that you have when it comes to feeling that you're not worthy enough for a shared or intimate or transformative situation in your life. You know what I mean? Um, lastly, uh, this full moon is um, sextile Neptune retrograde. And, you know, Neptune is also trine um, the sun. Um, it's really interesting with this energy because with the moon... um I kind of feel that, like, we, we're we getting, like, we're learning to be able to, like, understand our emotions and deem pure emotion as worthy in this process, right? And so I feel like that a lot of y'all will get, like, little inklings little intuitive messages randomly and you don't have any logical proof you don't have any practical proof it don't even seem practical but something is telling you you know what I should do it so you may do it or you may not but you're gonna learn that hey I should have listened to my intuition or I'm glad I listened to my intuition I think you're gonna learn how to gauge your intuition a little bit more and to deem you know, just pure emotional messages, which is what intuition is. You know, you're gonna deem that more worthy. You know what I mean? I feel like you're gonna learn also to d- differentiate intuitive messages that you pick up empathically from other entities, other people, whatever, and your own emotions. And so you're gonna be able to gauge it more and feel that, hey, you know, this is this 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 emotional shit's actually worthy enough. To, to consider in life you know what I mean so it's really really cool dope energy with Neptune retrograde too I always tell people that energy gives me the vibe of us reflecting on our spirituality reflecting on our and in, reflecting and improving on our intuitive messaging and like picking it up and knowing what's in, in intuition and what's not and stuff like that okay so um and also reflecting on our, um, you know, self undoing and self sabotaging ways as well, you know, and um, you know, self doubt and issues with self worth go hand in hand, and so I feel like we're gonna, we you know a lot of people are gonna get like intuitive messages from their ancestors and guides, kind of like telling them and guiding them, Hey, you're good, man, you're worthy. Stop doubting yourself. This is a gift that God has given you. Go. Go. You know? And release that issue, that self-doubt that you have within. But it's going to be easy. It's going to be easy for you to get this. Like, a lot of the things that we're learning and we're understanding believe it or not it's just it's not gonna i'm not gonna say the process is easy when it comes to facing your emotions but it's gonna be easy for you to tap into those emotions so you know what to release you feel what i'm saying so it's gonna it's just a good cleansing ass move, man. it really is but you're still gonna feel grounded and stable in the process because it's a taurus moon dope shit dope dope shit um with neptune um trying the sun this is dope you know because we're basically uh gonna be able to naturally tune in and you know intuitively to the message intuitive messages that we're getting from our guides god ancestors all of that you know what i mean and i feel like with that energy too we are naturally reacting and taking action based off intuitive messages um in learning to be to take action on intuitive messages a little bit more like this is a learning process because the energy is retrograde you feel what i'm saying so yeah i feel like i talked a lot y'all i did (laughs) i really did so um that's what i got for you for this moon please use this as a beautiful releasing moon release all the issues of self-worth and and self-doubt that you have man because I I really feel like y'all could really transform we all can transform our lives for the better so we can be our practical best like for real y'all I really do so go for it shit (laughs) go for it and go do it all right all right so I'm gonna leave y'all here I'm going to go ahead and talk to my babies, a.k.a. my Patreon subscribers, okay? With them, I'm going to be talking about the aspect pattern that's happening in this full moon that I'm not going to tell y'all about. I'm going to be talking about the fixed stars that is touching this full moon. and I ain't going to tell y'all about that either. And I'm also going to talk about how the full moon's affecting them um, specifically because I'm going to talk about the moon and the houses, Okay. Um, so yeah, this is some real hot girl, hot boy shit. <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoy your full moon, okay? Much love to you. Peace. This is Astro Dim laying in my bed because it's my bed in astrology. And I'm here to talk about Saturn retrograde going direct. Okay, um, I, I had to re-record this. I'm re-recording right now because um, I was getting annoyed by um, how we just can't coexist. And it's more, it's more than just spiritual social media it's just with everything like people just can't coexist without it being like a nasty ass thing that thing that just frustrates the fuck out of me i'm a libra progressed moon right now and my natal moon's in the seventh house and so the discord mm, i I don't like it okay i don't like it it's weird it's silly um i just i don't know i don't get it but You know, it's really funny because, like, this all kind of relates to Saturn being direct. So, let me just say this. First of all, like, there's three different times I'm seeing that Saturn went direct. Um, So, or station direct, which is kind of annoying, right? But, according to um, Astro-Seek, Astro-Seek, by the way, it went direct around 4.47 um, p.m. Eastern Standard Time at... On September seventeenth, so the eighteenth, date that everyone keeps using, right? And so I was like, All right, whatever. Um, I whatever. Th- I I'm kind of leaning towards more that date because I think I believe that's around the time I was like, oh my god, social media is spiritual social media is really tripping, and I cannot be on this shit no more. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. My sense of timing has been real fucked up. Cause i have a lot of energy in my 12th right now saturn south node and pluto and so like i'm all over the place so i could be wrong um but also around like the eight o'clock hour too um you know um i started getting like an influx of readings and so i'm like oh okay which you know during the summertime readings are a lot more slow but um it's been yeah it's been like a, a very very wax and waning <laughs> type of energy with readings and so i thought that was really interesting too so who knows right but we just know around this time the 17th and the 18th is when saturn's going direct and usually something will happen and um when saturn's direct which is kind of like a bam like i'm here and i'm direct and um and I've been seeing a lot of that happening with throughout social media and people in my private life too. And so it's really, really interesting, right? Um, very, very interesting. And so with that date though, um the first time, four forty seven PM today and nine seventeen, um, I see that as me having authority and control over my status um when it comes to just speaking on the unknown and connecting with the unknown and kind of like taking my authority which is an issue that I have because you know Capricorn in the 12th can you know it kind of can show you having um you know yourself undoing is connected to authority either you take too much authority and you force it or you don't assert your authority as much as needed and I was sort of my authority around that time. So I'm kind of leaning towards that 447 date. But let me just talk about um, Saturn retrograde for a second, right? Just generally, because it's going to be a short talk, y'all. I'm going to get give a more extensive reading to my patrons. So if you're interested in being a patron and learn about the aspects of Saturn retrograde, go ahead and join me at patreon.com slash astro okay? But um, with Saturn... Retrograde and Capricorn, right? Um, first of all, Saturn and Capricorn kind of is just representing how we will have more authority and control over our status, over our reputation, possibly our career. But just having more authority control over our authority, our status, how we are seen, you know what I mean? Our publicity, our reputation. And while it was retrograde, right, uh, we've been reflecting on that. Reflecting on the past few months in which it was, Saturn was direct previously, right? And, see, and, and just even before that too, reflecting on our authority and control and how we can gain um, a higher status or a better status or a different status than what we want in um, any aspect of our lives in which Capricorn is in and which Saturn is transiting in. You get what I'm saying? And so we've been really, really reflecting on that. And um, whether you know it or not, it could have been even subconscious. But we've been reflecting on that. And what we're doing at this moment now, as the station's direct, we're at this, um, the station direct part is we're at this in-between time. It's like, okay, how am I going to execute this? Like, I've been planning to execute it. How am I going to execute having this authority Or control over this sector of my life. And then when it hits all the way direct, it's not stationed anymore. That's when we're going to really implement things, okay? And so, uh, if you kind of think of what I was kind of describing, you know, things are going through just how I said it, right? And again, like, if you don't realize how this is, like, implemented in your life, um, this might be subconscious thoughts that you're not even realizing, Or paying that much attention to. It could be conscious too. You're just not paying attention that you're kind of planning this out in your head. So I really need you to reflect and be very introspective. And kind of see how this is uh, playing out in your life. You know what I mean? Um, The interesting thing is that this is actually going direct. Right at the same degree as South Node. 13 degrees. Right? And so I think that's really, really interesting. um, Because... What I feel is happening, like Saturn is already karmic off the rip, right? It speaks of um, karmic energies connected to authority, control, respect, responsibility, and things of that nature. But it's, also, it's at the same degree at south note which is just general karma anyway and so uh, you know karma and dharma is definitely at play here uh, if during the retrograde season there has been some secrecy some foolery some weird shit happening um when it, with you or with anyone else playing with authority in a not so nice not so cool way that shit's gonna be brought into light. And even if you were, you know, playing with authority uh, more in a more like kind of positive way, that's gonna be brought to light too. But that's gonna elevate you. While the people who are being sneaky is gonna bring them down. You know what I mean? Um, because shit's gonna just be moving forward. And it's gonna almost be catalyzed by people. Asserting themselves a little bit more because, um, in order to kind of assert yourself a little bit more, you kind of have to execute that plan. And executing that plan that you've been thinking about, that not even some people not even realizing it, some truths are going to be brought into light and be spilled in order for you to execute that plan. And then people are going to put things together, and that's how it's all going to come out, you know. Um, so, a lot of shit that's been happening during the time in which saturn was retrograde even at the very minute last minute of it being retrograde kind of pish posh um not necessarily pish posh but it's kind of like we're gonna see the true intentions of things when saturn goes direct and it's going to really humble a lot of people when it comes to the authority and control you have over a certain aspect or a certain place within your life. We're going to be very, very humbled. A lot of people are going to be humbled for the most part are going to be the people who've been doing shady shit or doing slick shit or doing slide shit. Um, the people who have actually haven't been doing anything fucked up are going to be humbled just for witnessing other people being humbled. It's like, damn, that's a lesson that I'm going to learn without experiencing it. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And so, yes, whilst Saturn is going direct, all the plans that you've been having to assert yourself a little bit more, to have more authority and control over your life, um, is is going to be executed you're going to you're going to start doing it and you're going to start working at that now you know again it depends on where saturn is transiting but it could play out in many different ways like say if saturn's in your 7th you want to learn to have more authority and control over the status of the relationships and important relationships within your life and so you're going to start executing that a little bit more as Saturn goes completely direct. If it's in your fourth house, you want to have more authority and control over the status and reputation within your family, within your home, possibly roommates, right? Uh, that's going to play out a way, too. If it's in your fucking 10th you're going to, you know, have more, try to have more authority and control over the status of your career or how you're seen or the publicity that you have, you know so kind of just see where it is and get well versed with the houses and see how it'll apply within your life you know and see where you can start pushing forward to have more authority and control within your life and then you're gonna start thinking when you when you start pushing towards that you're gonna be thinking like oh yo I remember in like what fucking May I was thinking about you know pushing myself forward and pushing my status forward in this way and that's when Saturn was retrograding it's like oh it's all coming together now you know I will not be surprised if that happens. okay uh, but yeah Capricorn and Saturn just in general speaks of you having more authority and control over the status that you have in your life depending um and that status in you know or that part of your life depends on where Saturn is transiting in your house right now and when it's again, when it's retrograde, it's just mean that you're being more introspective, more internal, and planning things out and wondering how your authority is playing out at this moment. How that is, how has it in the past? Maybe even got some like past life memories and shit like that of authority and how it played out with you. And then you're learn there's a learning process of you being introspective and reflective and meditating and understanding the authority within your life. And then now do something about it in the outward world okay so i hope this was helpful y'all um again patrons stay a little longer please i'm gonna be talking a little bit more about certain aspects being made to saturn while it's direct and seeing how it uh plays off in um our favor or something like that i don't know shit <laughs> there's only a few aspects though um saturn's gonna be trying to pluto i mean sorry not saturn I'm gonna be trying pluto um saturn's gonna be trying the moon um saturn's gonna be trying mars right um saturn is also gonna be sextile neptune so that's cute too um saturn's gonna be opposite north node um we're gonna be talking about that a little bit deeper because that means it's conjunct south node and i think that's the only saturn energy i have left yeah so we're gonna be talking a little bit more about that maybe i'll go through saturn throughout the houses too yeah i'm gonna do that with you guys because my patrons is the shit gang gang what's up what's up what's up all right okay y'all enjoy your saturn um direct energy and uh good luck with that boo I right? <laughs> one